Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. on a Wednesday and I had one of those uh one of those nights last night where uh I had to tell myself you probably ought to turn your TV off for your continued mental health uh for uh the sake of your neighbors not calling the police on you etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, because I did not expect to find myself uh, quite invested uh, in the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Bachelorette. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, that, on, that, that was very far down my list of concerns last night <laughs> as an Astros fan living in the state of Virginia. Uh, but, you know... I, I don't know if, if y'all are, are familiar with the reaction that I had, which is where you don't realize that you detest something until you are screaming at that thing and or person on your TV to go fuck itself. Mm. Um, and I mean, you had a lot of options to direct. Was, was, yeah, was this directed at John Smoltz or? Uh... <laughs> uh, no, it was directed at Dansby Swanson, who I cannot stand. So, so we're gonna get into this, and I, I think that it's important to to talk about how pervasive the <clears throat> baseball brain rot can be, and how much you know. And we'll get into this if if you move to a new place. Not only do you learn about what the teams people root for are. <clears throat> Not only do you learn about the sports people are really into, but you also realize how deep it goes. And when you go to the dog park and there are multiple dogs named Dansby, oh. things have gone too far. Oh, I mean, no. <laughs> somehow the heartworms got into the heads of humans and, and it's like it's like some kind of weird foot and mouth disease that's gotten bad. Speaking of things only baseball players get, shout out to the Mets from like two years ago where they had a... a foot and mouth disease uh being being spread also shouts uh, to aubrey huff zing mm. uh yeah but you you have you've mentioned something that that is, is sort of the basis for, for what we're talking about which is um you know everyone on this call has moved to a new place in the last two years uh and you know, I, I imagine we have all uh, sort of immersed ourselves in the local sporting culture to various levels. Uh, you know, on, on on one end of the spectrum, I I have I went to one Richmond Flying Squirrels game this season. Mm-hmm. On the other end of the spectrum, uh, Pierce is, is sitting here. You know. Uh, concerned about other people's brain worms while he has sent us what five 
Atlanta Falcons logs. <laughs> and to say to say nothing of of how of really the really the thing that I'm into is is I'll send you messages about Hawks games and there's there's a connection there that we make it into. But like very small Hawks games things from like the first quarter of early regular season games. Like that that's inexcusable. Right. Games so, games Pierce. that you know I I couldn't possibly have watched given yeah. my TV options and also that I wouldn't have watched even if I could have. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, so, you were saying. Uh, Pierce, did you watch any of the World Series? Did no, you... I watched I watched none. First first off, we are recording this later than, than we normally do. We will probably finish the the recording before they finished any first <laughs> innings. I mean, I've Listen, there. If you want to see bad defenses of of uh, the baseball, the World Series, you can go find Will Leach's column, which which has huge uh, conflicts of interest that Albert Brunico just tore apart uh, yesterday at Defector. But but yeah, I didn't I didn't watch any of it, which is interesting because I do think that this is such a, a baseball town because the the football team is, you know, as Sean well knows. They're, and Max, unfortunately, we've watched him learn this. Um, they're huge chokers. The the basketball team. Hang on, is... I just I just need people to know how big a group of chokers they are, because it, you are probably aware of of the Falcons making it to Super Bowl, whatever it was, like you know four or five years ago, and yeah. gagging away a twenty eight three fourth quarter lead to Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And yet somehow that is not the most embarrassing Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl performance because, I don't know, 20 years prior, they went to the Super Bowl against the Denver Broncos in Miami, a game that was marred by uh, a safety whose name I don't want to get wrong, so I won't attempt it. But I know he was the NFL man of the year that season uh, who was arrested the day before the game for soliciting an undercover police officer on Biscayne Boulevard. And if that's I recall the Atlanta correct- Falcons. Also, if I recall correctly, that wasn't even the worst thing that an NFL player did related to that Super Bowl. Oh, I believe God. that is the... the- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, oh. But... But, you know, in, in any case, I, I think that, you know, you not only in town, you learn the teams that people root for, but but the the sports. And, and I feel like that is something that I am getting used to. And, uh, you know, a long way to get into um, you move to a new place and the the challenges and it really tests your bonds. Do you become a person of of that place in how you watch sports or do you live in a place where you can stick by your your previous guns? I mean, Max, I think you are in the most interesting situation because you are in kind of the uh, I, I guess the well, okay, Kevin is in a smaller locale, but but yours, I, I feel like yours has the infrastructure in place, Max, where you would expect like maybe a, a vibrant sports watching scene, and I don't think you've seen that, whereas I obviously have, and I think to an extent Sean has as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've only been here for a few weeks, but I've certainly gone off looking for some sports bars for Sunday morning football, which I, I enjoy. <laughs> and that might be part of it, too, is that, you know, I'm sitting at the bar at 10 a.m. <laughs> with a coffee and a beer watching football, uh, which is a lovely thing, by the way. 
Um, mm-hmm. there, there's, there's probably one lively sports bar here that is full at, you know, 11 a.m. for, for football. Um, mm-hmm. and I've only got the experience with the NFL. I haven't seen a lot of people watching baseball. Um, but yeah, there's not a, there's not a lot of sports bars, um, mm-hmm. That I found that are that are lively. There's a lot of places that claim to be sports bars on the internet, though. So I have more exploring to do. Have Have you looked around? Have you been out like on a Saturday with college football? I actually have not, and I would guess that they're a lot rowdier then. Um, we're we're pretty far from any professional teams, and especially right now, in I guess football is the primary sport that's on. We're, um, we're a lot closer to, yeah, Oregon and Oregon State. Um. Yeah, go Ducks. I again, I like Pierce said. Do you translate or do you transition to where you are? I guess so. I'm gonna be go all in on the Ducks. If you see me next year, I'll be next week. I'll be wearing a lot of lime green. I think. Well, neon lime green one week, green. like a yeah. neon green one week, yeah. and then a sort of like a charcoal gray the yeah. next. It's like the Seahawks colors, just a, a different color every week, really. Uh, so one one side of this that I'm really interested in is. That we're we're approaching this all from from one side of this equation, which is, you know, uh, based on the the scene that you find yourself arriving at. I think that uh, we are maybe not going to wind up giving enough consideration to the scene that you have left, and and I like for me. Um, I, 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 I can't claim that I have the most deeply entrenched sports preferences. I think that would be ludicrous to say, but I also know that for, for whatever reason, I am a person who, uh, I, I can't really manage multiple fandoms and, I just like some of this stuff is in my blood and has been for too long. Like I could, you know, I could move to Atlanta tomorrow and uh and live there for 40 years and it it would not dislodge the fact that I am at my core a New Orleans Saints fan. Yeah, I think part of that comes from um, and, and Kevin, I would actually, I'd be pretty interested in, in your, your view on this. Cause for, for so long you did, you did not necessarily live like very close to a big city. Um, and, and so like, even though you were also in the general DC area, I, I, you know, I don't know if you felt less bound to it, but, you know, coming from DC, I think New Orleans is, is uh, for reasons that are kind of odd if I think about it because the Saints are historically terrible <laughs> as are the Falcons to give to give credit um, but historically terrible there's there's a pride there whereas like okay the Washington football team there are people that are proud of it but increasingly less over the last I'd say you know 25 years or so um, DC all things considered not just be- because they lose but also it's just not a good sports city. I mean, people are into the Nats more now. I think winning and young players will do that. Uh, just letting you know, Learner family, you are not on the road to doing either of those things anytime soon. Um, 
And and DC, if anything, consistently is a hockey town because they have they have really passionate fans who turn off a lot of other people. So it's like I think you are you are kind of bound by like you know what is the currency of of the place you live if it is hockey fandom that's that's kind of the thing that is maybe the draw i mean kevin i think that maybe football has always been in that kind of western band of the state of virginia is that like is that the currency and has that been pretty consistent for you yeah when when i was growing up i don't know if it was just because of where i live but no one really cared about pro sports other than pro football but that mm-hmm. was also like the heyday of fantasy football and the Danian Tomlinson and stuff so I you know, don't really know how ubiquitous that is but um, you know I'm in a small town now like not particularly close to the city but I think it's still people the, you know the vibe I get I haven't really met many people but the vibe I get is that they uh, you know it's a watch yeah you watch football on Sundays at like someone's house or whatever um, but yeah, for for me, it was interesting when I moved to Boston because I was moving to an area where, kind of like Sean said, if you moved to Atlanta, it, like I couldn't really root for the Patriots um, because that just like felt wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you know, like I, I didn't mind the Red Sox. So if the Red Sox happened to have been making a playoff push while I was there, I probably would have gotten kind of into it um, mm-hmm. and. You know, don't really care about them otherwise. I, it was actually uh, the Red Sox won the season before I got there, and then I moved to Boston, and then the Nationals won. So, <laughs> I, I've never been in a situation where there's been much competition. Um, mm-hmm. Like the team, like it's easy to root for an AL team and an L team in baseball. In football, there's, you, if I wanted to root for the Patriots, I didn't really have to choose one of them because it's unlikely that they're you know, both making a playoff run at the same time. Yeah. And that's, and that's where I'm kind of interested in, in Max as you, as you get the feel for it, you kind of have the the cleanest break. Whereas I, I did not root for, for the Braves. Um, not just because I, I find them, I, I find some things about them reprehensible. Um, but also because they're in the same division as the baseball team that I like, as, as mm-hmm. the Nats. So like that, there is a, a built-in rivalry. I already didn't like them. I now really dislike them. But you, you don't really have that that conflict of interest. I mean, unless you're like, oh, I'm I'm not gonna like engage with the Seahawks at all because I still like laugh at them for not running the ball from the one yard line. But you you have like you are less bound by some of these conflicts of interest. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I would say that of my fandom, the Patriots is the strongest. And to Sean's point, I think part of that with DC and other cities may just be, you know, it's how strongly the the fans are in the place. And part of that is also, I think, based on the probably the percentage of people that stick around that area from when they Mm -hmm. grow up. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I don't see myself becoming a Seahawks fan anytime soon. I don't particularly like them, but I don't necessarily strongly dislike them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then other sports, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I could definitely get interested in the Trailblazers. Uh, I've never technic, I've never been that into the NBA, but that's one that's a lot. First of all, it's a lot closer than the Seahawks, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that one during NBA season may actually be more popular. Um, mm-hmm. 
but uh yeah and also the timbers i definitely want to get into the timbers you know they're they're popular but there's also no conflict of interest there because i i was never a revs fan at all (laughs) well and that gets into something that that i also thought about and i i think is maybe the most um potentially exciting thing about going to a new place is you get there and realize i am not bound by um you know football all the time anymore but it's like wow this town is actually really into their their local soccer team or 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 something like that or as you mentioned max skiing I, i mean i think that you know sean um richmond has historically had like a triple a baseball team so i think that it is also like a base a baseball city but it does also sit in a weird area of like there are no pro sports teams that close i mean dc is close but it feels eons you know way away from it so so i think that that is potentially exciting it's like the the currency is just totally different sports than i'm used to watching yeah richmond is interesting because in a lot of ways i think maybe the one of the biggest games in town is that we have a racetrack um and and so at least a couple times a year there there is you know there are like nascar events uh, and, and so I, I imagine some people are very into that, but it, because there is no, certainly no major professional sports, I do think people get pretty into VCU. Um, mm-hmm. And there's also just, you know, uh, because so many people go to college regionally, there's still, there's like a ton of UVA and Virginia Tech fandom around here too. Uh, and, and, and it's nice because I don't have to really worry about, about NFL stuff. Like I'm just, I also like, don't really spend a lot of time watching football necessarily, but I can just watch, you know, I can watch a saints game if it's available to me. And if not, it's not that big a deal. I probably won't pay much attention to the football that's going on. Um, but I, I do still quite enjoy watching college football and that one is interesting to me because I, I do have, uh, one, one sort of very well defined preference in that sport. And yet at the same time, it is also, I think the one that I have the easiest time just like breaking out and watching other stuff. Like I, I love LSU. I, I, I grew up with it. They were, um, you know, I, I, I kind of caught my, I went to my first night game in tiger stadium in like the perfect age sweet spot for, for scientifically when teams grab a hold of you. Um, uh, and, and so like, I, I was done. UVA was never going to be able to compete with that. Uh, yeah. e- even if uh, we'd had a coach who knew how to manage the clock when I was in school. Um, yeah. But, but like a month ago, I watched like riveted. I, I would switch back and forth at, at commercials or inconsequential plays between the Texas Oklahoma game and the Arkansas Ole Miss game. I don't mm. care about any of those teams, especially. In fact, on paper, two of those teams 
are two of LSU's biggest rivals. Yeah. Uh, but but it was incredibly exciting to watch, and you know I, maybe it's the transitory nature of the rosters where they turn over all the time, so you don't get as invested in individual players. But like, I have no problem like you know bellying up to the bar and watching a Clemson game or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and and another sport that this is really good for, which is not shared by all of us on this pod, is the footy kicks. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I think, in, and you hit on something important um, with the college sports, and I think it can apply, especially if you if you if you root for a a soccer team or a football club um, that is like sort of good but not very good um there you know you you know there may be a culture around a team to to an extent but especially with college the characters are changing constantly so even if you come in this year you know you probably you're not going to miss that much i mean a lot of these people don't start for that long and then they they move on or or they get bought and sold and, and all this different stuff so max i think that your situation is is um is is pretty interesting and i think that also college seasons are pretty short so you don't have that much to to invest in in time watching but i don't think of of uh the boston area as being like a very strong like college football town and, and i may be wrong there but i just think historically like college basketball in in like the catholic northeast is is more the the thing but college football there and hockey and and hockey, yeah, yeah exactly. I'd say there's so, like no basketball. College hockey's probably the most, and then obvious the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, I would say no one cares about college basketball. Yeah, but then you know, either way, I think that you know now being in the Pac-12 is is proud of of their football for for reasons. <laughs> Same thing with their basketball, and and that is a little easier to follow and hop onto. So if if that is the the sport of currency where you are now. I think that that's pretty easy to get into and you don't have to break your your existing bonds necessarily to be to be you know feel at home yeah yeah i'm excited to find out about that stuff for sure um give it the the college i i gotta get out on to your point of saturday or friday when they have the football games um but the timbers the timbers are very popular in portland so if i find myself in that area definitely should go to a timbers game um and there's no like you said, there's no really. Um, I don't have an existing allegiance to an MLS team. I'm not even sure. Nor, nor are the Timbers you. MLS? <laughs> yeah, they, they exactly. Liga MX. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, totally. I think it's an exciting thing. I, I don't. I'm. I'm more curious to see because Bend is such like in. They consider themselves an outdoors and adventure place. Is like what other weird maybe not sports sports competitions do they get into? Similar to you know, Sean said Richmond has the racetrack like. I've seen a few advertisements and things for like ski watching events, but I'm, I'm very excited for the, the potential for, for winter Olympics viewing here and, and see how, uh, how internet <laughs> people might, might get curling. Oh, maybe we're pretty yeah. far from a lot further from Canada than I used to be, but perhaps I, I wonder if places like bend, um, you know, they might like if the Seahawks are having a stellar year, you know, maybe people get up for it. And if not, then it's not a big deal because like football is not like, you know, a big part of their, their culture. Most of the 
bars here that claim to be sports bars don't even open till 11. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the other thing <laughs> the there. The game started 10. <laughs> the the other thing that's there and and me i mean i i lived in the the upper third of virginia my entire life before moving here so the idea that like dc is a transplant city that never really um you know resonated with me even though there are two people here who who were there at different points from from other places originally but um part of it is is i wonder if if some of the impact max is you're in a place that i think is um rapidly growing and there are a lot of people that that have maybe moved there in the last five years five to ten years so like oh, you yeah, have it's this, like half the population I think. yeah and so you have this <laughs> you don't have the the ingrained thing of like people here for whatever reason have always been vikings fans you don't yeah. you don't have that it's like oh i grew up watching you know the cowboys are the only team on tv no you've you yeah. probably got people who are 30 to 40 years old and like they established their fandom. So I think that that yeah. is at play at well, I, which I, yeah, I was at a bar two Sundays ago watching football and a guy came in and asked them to put on the San Jose sharks game at 10 30 in the morning. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, if that's, if that's that I, person's I, reason I think I've to have coffee seen and beer, whatever distinct NFL team jerseys here in my two weeks than I did in Boston. Uh, part of that is that I think if you live in Boston, you you, you don't really want to wear certain jerseys around because you'll get <laughs> heckled, unfortunately or fortunately. Yeah. Um, but what if it's a Danny uh, Woodhead Chargers jersey, though? That that'd probably be fine. <laughs> <laughs> any any scrappy yeah. sh- scrappy uh, gritty white guy <laughs> would be fine. Scrappy gritty gym rat. Yeah, scrappy. T- let's not make this about race it's about scrappy gritty gym rats that's not coded language at all but yeah i think that <laughs> cerebral um, players oh but yeah i think that if you move somewhere it like i couldn't root for the patriots but i i don't know i guess i wouldn't fault someone like if, if i were if i if there were a jets fan and they moved to boston and they said hey i want to be a pats fan now like i think that's fine i think that makes things more fun i kind of like would keep up with news and like pretend to care about the patriots so that when i went to the office i'd be like oh like did you see how cam looked you know but i, I think that's fine i don't know mike white might be the you know nope. second coming nope. of nope nope no. nope 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 cutting this off Who's, Absolutely who's, the, not. who's the guy? Who's the guy that the 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 Seahawks signed for like a billion dollars? Last name Flynn. I, I don't think they signed Matt Flynn, career backup Matt Flynn, for a billion dollars. They signed him for a lot of money, and then he did not really play. I, I'm just saying that. Like All that, right, I'm putting the inter- be... I'm putting the internal yeah. case. Yeah. Well, you know what. I, I, you you got to be careful, Kevin. Like like signing off on that because what you're signing off on is is at least Patriots wise is people being, I believe the term is Mac pilled, which is <laughs> which is oh, just God. being all in on Mac nope. Jones, who is nope, 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 I nope, guess nope. Fine. again again I'm cutting this off. I'm absolutely yeah. cutting this off because we don't need yeah. we don't need to risk a brain worm infection on this podcast. You are you're playing with fire. You watch the fucking Falcons, man. I, yeah. I don't appreciate slander of Michael McCorkle, okay? Michael who? Michael McCorkle. Michael McCorkle? What is Michael McCorkle, McCorkle Jones? 
Nope. That is the all Patreon right, that's oh, the podcast. That's his name? That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> I, I was all excited before we started recording that we're on our way to episode 300, but not only is this the end of this episode, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. the end of the show. You'll be, you'll be disappointed to know that even though I moved all the way Max, to Oregon, are you, I'm still Max, a Michael are you McCorkle sure fan? that that's not a website you go to to play games? Like, you know, fill, fill in the blank games? I think that's what you're talking about. Oh, God. I'm with Sean is this, on this what our life is now? Is this Is this what it's come to, really? It's the oh. it's the later start time. This is incredibly bleak. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I have. Not, I mean, when you well, move to a new place, you have to you have to find something to fill the time, and uh, you know, local sports are tough. Yes, my, uh, yes. I, I, just, I think you missed out on you know a decent opportunity just to at least like I don't know get get excited about the Braves I, I guess it's different coming from the Nats like in the same division but I don't know I, I think it's like fun when the te- local teams doing well even if I like don't like them it, it is but I, I think that unfortunately um, I, I find like Braves fandom uh, first off they're, they're the the, the, te- the, the team chop. well the team like f- five ways to Sunday is is racist um, and and we we don't need to go into that now. The move, the name, the actions during the game, the ways they foment it, what they said about Hank Aaron, what they did around the 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 woe is me All Star game moving, like they are bad. But another thing that is bad on a different side of the coin is the fans here are very Cardinals fan like, and that. That is a different type of bet. It's it's all not good. So, Cobb County Crackers, uh, have fun having your parade. I think not in Atlanta. I I've, I think that you're not going to have the parade here. I haven't seen that yet. I just th- I saw that disgust, and I was like, that is disgusting. But good good riddance. You stay outside the perimeter. Huzzah. Uh, okay. O- on that note, maybe it's time for us to to wrap up so we don't spend any more time talking about the chop or michael mccorkle jones uh so so instead instead let's let's move on to pierce's sorry uh so what are you apologizing for today i feel like this is appropriately silly for for this week but um i was and i really i'm just uh oh, it's hard i i am apologizing for the person i said this to and I'm really, I, I guess I'm apologizing to everybody for not realizing this sooner in my life. But, you know, I am approaching, uh, you know, 31 years of age. <laughs> and a few weeks ago, I realized that the beginning of my name and the end of my name, if you put them together, is the phrase pie shop. I did not realize that until just recently. This is up there with me not realizing that all cows are are female cattle just just things that are right there right there and i never thought about it before and i felt very stupid in that moment for thinking that and also just thinking that um that's all to say it is really important to to analyze yourself because that's the only way you can make yourself better and then sharing with others who can say that is so silly and laugh about it all right, two two, two follow up questions. One, uh, what what is the context in which you learned at thirty years old that your name begins and ends with pie shop? 
I was just sitting on the couch. No, nothing prompted it. It was just like a, a a eureka moment. But whatever the opposite of that is. Were you doing like a crossword puzzle? Because that could no. be like a that could be like a crossword puzzle type of deal. You know, I don't know. No, it, it wasn't even like my name was like. It's not like it was looking at my ID card or anything. I was just sitting there. And it occurred to me. The letters wrote what? themselves what? in front of you in flaming. Watching a Falcon, watching script. Falcon's game. <laughs> yeah. Falcon's log else. week seven. Oh my yeah. god! See, see, this is what this is what happens when you root for the the local sports teams. You start to become as brainworm infested as as everyone else is. Well, and and my second follow up question, <laughs> because because you you put this in the context of of bettering yourself. How are you better now that you know this? I mean, I I think uh, I I think the only way to fix it is is I have to only go by one name or change my name going forward. I mean, is it is this like you've you found a tactic to try to get discounts at actual pie shops? Now this is a this is a good idea. I will have to do some <laughs> research into this. <laughs> like Put the if, I, on if, it. I have to write my signature when I when I'm like leaving the store when I'm signing the the check like really large and like only those letters large. I think that's a great idea. Okay, uh, that that was a delightfully silly apology. So so thank you. Um, and we will close with a big idea from pop culture and and delightful silliness is is kind of a perfect uh a perfect table setter uh because the big idea this week is something that i I made a very oblique reference to last week uh which is that i had i had gotten something new in the mail that i needed to to work through before i i unveiled it uh chase rana wrote another book uh, it's called Hip Hop and Other Things. It follows the, the same construction as uh, basketball and other things and movies and other things, which is that every chapter is a uh, fancifully constructed topic-related question, and he spends about 3,000 words in the chapter trying to answer that question. And uh, it, it, it includes... Uh, such gems as uh, to to grossly oversimplify one of the premises what is the best song to get psyched up for a fight to uh and uh i i think if you have ever pondered this question at all you you will know what the the answer is um is it a dmx song because that's is, my gut no, reaction no no it is not um, and I, what I think is probably my, uh, one of my favorite chapters is the chapter in which he explores the question is Cardi B's 2018, one of the best years any rapper has had ever. And I can tell by the, the face Pierce that you are making that you also kind of had the off the cuff reaction that I did, which is. That seems crazy. I actually don't think it's crazy. I think nope. that there's there's a chance that it that is, is super accurate. duper not crazy, uh, yeah. which you learn by the the end of his explanation. So, mm. uh, would highly highly recommend uh, if you if you have not gotten your hands on it. It's made me 
it, it has already just in in the limited amount of time that I have owned it, it has kind of instilled in me a, a desire to to kind of reinvest time in listening to more hip hop. So that's that's a neat thing, uh, and it's just fun. He's he is a very enjoyable writer. It's never it never feels like a chore to read anything that he does. So would would highly recommend hip hop and other things. Uh, okay, that is the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com. You can subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice. If you do that, please tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Bye.